Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast of the Fires of Revival podcast. I am your host, Colton Prater, and I pray today's episode will be a help and an encouragement to you. Please don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast with others. And now for the episode. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Uh, for today's episode, we're going to be in the book of Mark, chapter 12. We'll look just at one verse, Mark, chapter 12, and we'll be in verse 30, a verse that's very special to my heart, a verse that I love and cherish and have read and studied often, and it's one of those verses. It's not a life verse, but it is a verse that I do cherish and hold very dearly to my heart, and the Lord has used this verse many times to help refresh my focus on Him and remind myself who I'm serving what I'm serving them for, why I'm serving them, and what I should be doing with my service and living my life for God. And I believe this verse should become a motto for every young person. I mean, everyone, but yes, but specifically young people, I'm speaking to you right now, those that maybe are 22, 23, 18, 15, 16, around that young person, teenage, young adult years, I would challenge each of you to take Mark 1230 and make it a theme verse for this year. Make it a verse that, you know what, Lord? This is going to be a motto for me. I'm going to live my life based off of this verse. And even the following verse, we can look at it as well, verse 31. But today, verse 30 specifically. And we're going to be looking at that and just some truths that the Lord wants us to know. And the title of this message is, Keep the Fire Burning. Keep the Fire Burning. And as I said, it'll be in Mark chapter 12, verse 30. But before we jump into this verse here and look at some things that God wants us to know, I just want to ask you guys some questions, and we'd just love to get some feedback from you all. And if you've enjoyed the last few weeks of episodes, please, please reach out to me. Let me know so I can just find out if we want to do some things like that again. I know we finished our Legacies the last series a few weeks ago, and I've heard some great feedback on that, covering the lives of different Christians and of you know various spectrums and that did various things for God. And every single one I've received some great feedback and some wonderful things. And if you'd like to see that series come back again, maybe in a few months, please reach out to me. Let me know. And even feel free to give me some list of Christian heroes that you'd like to have or that you would like to see covered in the future. Maybe there's a certain Christian forefather that was influential in your life, maybe an author, maybe a preacher that you love to read after who's passed on or something like that. Some Christian that made a difference for God that we would like to see resurfaced on this podcast and their life talked about and discussed and some things that we can learn from their lives here in 2022. And then also at the time of this recording, they haven't released yet. But at the time this episode released, they will have already released. We've, but we've started our series um, on dating with Brother Kurt and Christy Copeland. He was the youth pastor at Franklin Road for over 25 years, and now he's an evangelist traveling around him and his wife, uh, just ministering to churches and people all over the U.S. and all over the world even. And then part two of that, this is the final part, with my pastor and his wife, Brother Lloyd Warren, and his wife, Emily. And they were my youth pastor at my home church, and now he's the pastor of our church. And they have a lot of influence working with teenagers and a lot of input in dating. That's why I chose both of those people because they both couples have worked with teens exclusively for over 20 years. And they know a lot about dating and some of the pitfalls to avoid and some of the things to look forward to and that sort of thing. So I felt like it would be a good thing to talk about those people or have them, those two couples talk about dating and some principles to apply and things to look at and so forth. And I pray that they've been a blessing to you. I know that they were a blessing and an encouragement, and I was convicted listening to them. And I pray that they were as well. And, if, and it's the same thing as the the series Legacies That Last. If that series has impacted you and you would like to see that resurfaced again in the coming months, let me know. Say, hey, you know what, Brother Colton, that episode is really good. Reach out to me. Let me know. And maybe even suggest a couple you would love to hear talk about those things. I think it would be wonderful if we could bring that series back. We've got some more exciting things coming up. 
uh, an interview with Pastor Guy Beaumont at the time of this recording. I'm not sure if it's going to be out yet or not, so if it has, then just act like it hasn't. But he'll be coming out. Uh, Brother Craig Howard was talking about the ministry of media and what God can allow us to do in that and how we can make a difference. Through our social medias, we can influence the world and reach the world for Christ with our social medias, with our Facebook, with our Instagram, and things like that. And just some exciting things coming up in the, the coming months here. And just a lot of exciting things. And maybe next episode or so I might release or rather announce some things we'll be looking at in the year 2022 and some just future goals of the podcast. And I'll just appreciate your prayers and wisdom on what to talk about in the future and guests to bring on and topics to cover and so forth. But today, as I said, we'll be in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, and the title is Keep the Fire Burning. Now, as some of you know, we have a log stove in our house, and we put logs in there, and you keep the fire going, and it heats our house during the winter. And I enjoy it, and my family jokes around that that's my one job, because I love putting wood in the fire. I don't know why. I, just, I guess I'm a pyromaniac or something. But I enjoy putting wood in that fire and watching the wood heat up, and the embers get to going, and that fire coming, and that, the house is now heated, and we're warm because of the wood and the fire. And I believe just like, you know, keeping wood in a stove to keep a house warm in the winter, there's some truths we can glean from that in the Christian life, some fires that we need to keep burning in our lives. Our life is like a fire. And we'll look here at Mark chapter 12, verse 30, and it says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And in that verse, uh, we find that one of the scribes comes to Jesus Christ and he's trying to ask, trip him up, saying, what's the greatest commandment? You know, we have all these commandments in the Old Testament. You know, what's the greatest one? And Jesus Christ tells him right there, he says, the greatest is that you should love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is the first commandment. And it is a great job encapsulating everything we do in the Christian life in that one single verse. And that everything we do should come out of a love for God and a desire to want to please him. And we should be doing it as it says there, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. I mean, we should be loving the Lord, and everything we do should be out of a love for the Lord with everything we have within us, with our mind, with our strength, with our soul, with our body, with our with our heart. And we should be loving the Lord and trying to please Him with our actions, with our mind, with everything we do should be out of a desire to please the Lord because of a love for Him. But just like as I mentioned with the fire, our Christian life is like a fire as well. And I'll just be talking about a fire here for a few minutes, then we'll come back at the very end looking back at Mark 12 and finding some application from that in regards to our Christian life being like a fire. And, you know, to keep a fire going, you have to have wood in the fire. You know, you can put paper or things like that in a fire, and you know, that, that'll get us a fire started very quickly. But if you know anything about that, if you put fire, if you put wood, if you put, uh, excuse me, paper in that fire and you were to light the paper, that paper would burn up within a matter of seconds. You try to put other things other than wood in there. Maybe you put some metal in there. That That's not going to light. It's not going to do anything, and that fire is not going to happen. But if you put wood in there, it'll be a good, long, slow burn that will last, that will endure, that will keep going. And it may take a while for it to burn out. And for the Christian life, you know, for us to have a good fire going, literally speaking here, you have to have some wood in that fire. If you don't have wood, it's not going to last. As I said, if you use paper or something like that that burns up very quickly, you may have a fire all right, but within 30 seconds, that fire is gone. You may try to put metal or gold or some kind of thing like that that's not flammable in a fire, and you're not going to have a fire at all. You're going to try to light it and light it and light it and light it, and you're not going to get anything. You might get a spark, but that spark is going to go out in a second or two. That, that metal is not going to catch fire. And if you don't keep putting wood on the fire, the fire will burn out. That's something, you, if you've noticed about fires, you know, you can put the wood to get the fire started, 
you know, light it and everything's going and it's burning big and strong. But if you don't keep adding wood to that fire, that fire will go out. It may take it, you know, a matter of hours. It may take it an entire day, but that fire will go out if you do not keep putting wood continually on that fire. Eventually, it's going to burn out. And just like us in the Christian life, if we don't keep putting wood on the fire of our lives, that fire is going to go out. You may be on fire for God right now, but if you don't do things to keep stoking that fire and keep that fire in your heart going, it's going to fall out. It's going to quit. You know, that fire in your heart may last a few months, but if you don't keep stoking that fire and encouraging yourself in the Lord and putting the, that wood in the fire to keep it going, it will burn out. It will not last forever. It's not a one, you know, one size fits all, a one, one time you fixed it. You know, put some wood in the fire, you know, stoke your heart for the Lord, get it going. You're on fire for him. You're burning for the Lord. And then that's all you have to do and you're done. No, if you just do it one time, it's going to, you may be on fire then, but give it a little bit and you will burn out. I guarantee that. So we have to do things to keep putting that wood on the fire, to keep that fire burning in our heart for the Lord. And if you don't keep putting wood on the fire, it will burn out. And we're going to talk here in just a moment of what ways we can keep the fire burning, how we can keep putting wood on the stove in our hearts. And, you know, stoking that fire and keeping the ashes going to get the wood started, to get the fire going, to get the fire big and stronger and, and spreading. But in building a fire, you have to start small. You can't just put, you know, one big giant log, light it with a match, and you're good to go. It requires using what's called kindling. And kindling is some small pieces of wood, maybe some bark or some pine cones, some things that are very flammable. And just getting a pile of some very small little pieces of wood and lighting that. And those small pieces will burn very quickly. You may burn up in a few minutes. But if you just keep putting the small little kiln there, that fire is going to get a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, and it'll start to burn fast. And then once it starts burning fast and big, you begin to put bigger logs and bigger logs, and those will catch fire. And next thing you know, within you know about 20, 30 minutes or so, you have a big, strong fire going. And it requires starting small. And you know, for us in the Christian life, for us to keep that fire going, or to even start that fire, rather, you've got to start small. You know, you can't start big, you know what, I'm going to get this fire going, I'm going to go serve the Lord in Africa on the mission field, and that's a wonderful thing. But that's not how you all of a sudden get on fire for God, it's those little things. Starting small, reading your Bible daily. Starting small, trying to pray every day. Doing those little things for God, and that fire in your heart will begin to grow, and grow, and grow, and grow. Next thing you know, now you're doing the big things for God. Now you're out serving the Lord in ways you thought you never could. Now you're out there stepping out by faith, giving more than you thought you would, and living your life, trying to love Christ with everything within you. And that fire may start small, but don't get discouraged, Christian. It's going to get bigger and bigger if you continue to put the kindling and the bigger logs and you continue to be faithful in the service for the Lord. But as I said, we'll look at some logs we can put in the fire to keep it going, some ways we can keep the fire burning in our heart. And I just have five simple points, and then we'll look back at Mark 12 here at the very end. But five simple ways to keep the fire burning in your life, and these are very basic, very elementary level. And I believe they can help us a lot in the Christian life. They can help us a lot. You know, 2022 just starting. The day I'm recording this is January 11th. So we're 11 days into the new year. And this is the perfect time to get on fire for the Lord, to keep that fire burning in our heart if it's getting discouraged. If, you're, if that fire in your heart is getting low, this is the perfect opportunity to get that fire strong again. If you haven't been on fire for God and that fire is extinguished in your life, this is the perfect opportunity, the perfect time to get that fire burning again. And to relight the fire and to relight the flames in your heart and living your life for God. And very simply, just go through these quickly here. Number one, the way to keep the fire burning in your in your heart and in your life is to attend church. If you're not faithfully assembling with other believers, worshiping the Lord, hearing the preaching of the word, listening and singing along to the hymns of the faith, and doing those sort of things and being in fellowship with other believers, that fire is not going to burn in your life. 
If you're not surrounding yourself with a community and a brotherhood of other Christians and a sisterhood of other Christians, that fire is going to get burned out because the influences of the world are going to choke that fire out in your life. If you're not surrounding yourself with other Christians who are facing the same struggles as you and sitting and listening to the preaching of the Word of God that's influencing your life for what you need at that moment, and if you're not surrounding yourself with that, Satan's going to come in and he's going to choke that fire out. He's going to extinguish the oxygen and cut the fire out. He's going to smother it. He's going to surround it with things that aren't flammable that are going to put the fire out. He may even dump some water on your fire because you didn't attend church, because you weren't faithfully assembling with other believers. Now we know church isn't the building. It's the group of believers. It's the body of Christ. But for that to be the body of Christ, it requires the body to assemble. It requires you to assemble with other believers. So if you want to keep the fire burning in your life, be faithful in church. Be faithful attending the services. Be there all you can. Be there for special meetings. Be there Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Be faithfully attending the church and be faithfully serving in the church as well. Number two, read your Bible. If you want to be faithful for the Lord, if you want that fire to burn strong in your life in this year, 2022, read the scriptures. Because that's how the Lord speaks to us. He doesn't speak to us through a vision. He doesn't speak to us by, you know, coming down and facing us face to face and speaking to us. Or he doesn't speak to us with the clouds. He uses his word to speak to us. If you want to find out what the will of the Lord is in your life, read the scriptures. If you want to find out what the Lord wants for you in 2022, read the Bible. Focus on it. Spend time studying the Bible and reading the Bible and find out what God wants for you in this life. So if you want the, f the flame, the fire to burn, you've got to be reading the scriptures, reading the Bible, finding out for yourself what God wants for you. And maybe you're listening thinking, you know, I need to, but I don't know where to start. Let me give you two books to start right here with. Start with the book of 1 John. 1 John is very simple. It's five chapters. You could literally read one chapter a day and have the book knocked out within five days. And it's very simply about fellowship with the Lord. The entire book is about how to have fellowship, how to have that proper relationship, that right relationship with God. And if we're going to follow Mark 12, 30 of loving Lord of thy God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, we've got to have fellowship with him, walking step in step, stride in stride, trying to please him with everything we do. And that book is very simple on the theme of just having fellowship with God. And as you read it, you'll find it's a very elementary level based reading. It's not something deep. It's very simple and very straightforward. He says many times, you know, if you love me, do this. If you don't love me, you're going to do this. And it's very laid out simple, just very powerful, profound, yet a simple book that even an elementary school child can understand. And then the second book is the book of Proverbs. And I've tried making this a habit, habit of my life. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. And try to read one chapter a day. It corresponds with the month, 30 to 31 days in the month. And follow along with that. And read one chapter a day. And the entire book of Proverbs is about wisdom. So if you're reading it, you're going to find out wisdom on how to live this life. Because the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon, who was a king. And he's writing it to his son on how to manage a kingdom. And many of those, if not all the truths that we find in Proverbs, are applicable to our lives. We might not be the king of a kingdom, if you will. We might not be you know, the king of a nation and that sort of thing. But the wisdom that can help a king can help us live our daily lives today. So just start off with those books. Read the Bible. Number three is prayer. As I said, you know, reading the Bible is how God speaks to us, but prayer is how we speak to God. And if we want to have that right relationship, communing as friend with friend, it's going to require us hearing God speak to us and then speaking to him in response to his word. And we have to be spending time in prayer. Take time out of your day. Say, you know what, from this time to this time, I'm going to spend time in prayer. And, and start small. There's nothing wrong with praying just a few minutes a day. But build off of that. Say, you know what, I'm going to pray five minutes today. And then the next week, I'm going to pray 10. And then 15 and 20, 25, 30, and so forth. And build off of that and try to spend time in prayer with God. Number four is giving. 
You know, we're commanded to give the tithe. We're commanded to give to missions. We're commanded to give to the church. That's what the Lord commands us to do, the tithe. That's what we're commanded to do. And if you want to be faithful, if you want to keep that fire burning in your life, give. Trust the Lord with your heart. Trust the Lord with your riches. And if you give to the Lord, he'll give back to you. The Lord will bless you. He might not, you know, send you a check in the mail for $1,000 every time you give in the offering. But he is going to make sure your needs are met. He is going to make sure you're not having without. He's going to make sure you're taken care of. And if you want to keep that fire going, if you want to put wood in that fire to keep the stove burning hot, be giving. Be giving money. Be giving monetarily to the church. Giving tithing. Giving to missions. Giving to the building funds. And giving of your money. Because where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And many times our heart is in our money and in our finances. And if we can give that to the Lord, the Lord will bless us. The Lord will take care of us. And then lastly here, number five, is in the area of witnessing. I believe the area we all struggle with the most. Sharing our faith with others. And if we're sharing our faith with others, the Lord is going to bless that. The Lord is going to put those those logs in the fire. Put those sticks, that kindling, that gasoline, if you were to keep that fire burning hot and burning strong. So those are just five simple ways we can keep the fire burning in our life. And I believe if we follow this, we can keep the fire going in our life and we can burn for Christ. Because the Lord wants us to burn for him. He wants us to be a flame that's burning in a dark world for the world to see and say, look, that person is burning for something and someone. Let me find out what they're burning for. And you can use it as an opportunity to witness to others. We can use it as an opportunity to bring glory and to bring honor to God by burning for him. And here's the thing. As I said, when we read Mark 12, 30, we're going to go back to that. I'll read it one more time. It says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And it starts off, the fourth word of that says, And thou shalt, here it is, love. This whole thing is encapsulated in love. This whole thing is surrounded by the topic, the theme of love. And everything we are to do is to be in love for God and in wanting to please Him and live our lives for Him because we love Him and we want what and we want what God wants for us. We want what God wants best for us in, in this life. And you know we can try to do these five things I shared with you to keep putting logs in the fire and keeping that fire burning hot and keeping the stove burning and steaming hot for the Lord. But if we're not doing it in love, we're going to get tired. We're going to get we're going to quit. And that love is what keeps us going. That love is what helps us continue on. And if we're not doing it in love, we are going to quit. We're going to get burnt out. Other things of this world are going to drag us down and we're going to quit witnessing. We're going to quit giving. We're going to quit attending church. We're going to quit praying and reading our Bibles because there's no love in it. We're just doing it out of a duty instead of out of a love for God and what he wants for us. So everything we do must be done in love. And if it's not, it's going to quit. It's going to end up falling by the wayside. You're going to end up stopping. You're going to end up heeding to the world and listening to what they have to say instead. And you're going to end up quitting instead. And if we do everything out of a love for God, then we'll have a desire to keep putting that wood in the fire. Because we're going to say, you know what? I love God. He wants what's best for me. And I want to serve him and please him with my life. And for me to do so, I've got to keep that fire burning hot in my life. And I've got to keep putting wood in. I've got to keep stoking the ashes. I've got to keep keeping the gasoline on the fire. If you keeping that fire burning hot. Because we have a desire to love the Lord. And last, I just want to bring this last little thought up here as I was studying for this and studying about fires and, and that sort of thing, is that the fire in your life can warm other Christians. There may be Christians around you that are maybe down to a pile of ashes. They're used to getting cold for the Lord. They're not on fire for him as they ought to be. Well, if your life is on fire for the Lord and you're living your life to please him and bring glory and honor to him, you can spread that fire to others. You can share what the Lord has done for you to others. You can use that fire and it can spread. If you look at a wildfire, 
it usually starts with a simple little fire, a simple little ember, maybe a match or a fire not put out. And next thing you know, it's spread and it's burned hundreds of miles. But it all starts with something little and it spreads and spreads and spreads. And just like that, like a wildfire, we can spread our faith to others. We can spread the fire that God has given us, the fire that we're on fire for him. We can share that with others and their lives can burn for Christ as well. And it also can help start fires in the lives of others too. Maybe there's a friend of yours who's quit serving God. Maybe there's a friend of yours who's, the light's gone out in his life. You know, they're saved, they're a believer, but they're not living for the Lord as they ought. Well, through your example and testimony, and if you ask the Lord to use you and help you, that fire in your life can start in others. That fire that the Lord has put in your heart, those embers, you can share with others and you can help restart a fire in the life of a believer, in the life of a friend. You can be that true friend in Scripture and sharpen them. And sharpen them, as it says in Proverbs, you know, iron sharpeneth iron, so the countenance of a friend sharpeneth another. And I think I butchered it there, but you get the point, is that it must sharpen others. And our faith, the flames in our life can spread to others and sharpen the lives of other Christians. So very simply today, as I said, our title was Keep the Fire Burning. And my challenge to you today listening is keep that fire in your heart burning. Keep the flames going. Don't let them go out. Don't let them quit. Don't let them stop. Don't let Satan extinguish those fires. And if you haven't started that fire for a little, maybe you just haven't, now's the the best time of the year to get started. You can spend this entire year serving and loving Christ and letting the flame burn in your heart. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day, this opportunity for me to record this. I ask, Father, that you'll use this simple thought that you convicted me on to convict those that are listening. Help each and every one that's here today, that's listening in, to just take what has been heard, take the scripture, Mark 1230, make it a motto for 2022, and just that they'll vow to live their lives for you and in your son's name. Amen.